Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2021 season of the Jeff is Moody Show. Welcome back, y'all. As is the norm, I have come to deliver to you the number one fight in the internet, radio, and podcast skies. We will laugh together. We will cry together. We will keep it real. We will keep it raw. The topics will range, but ain't nothing strange to y'all. Y'all know what we do. Know what Honesty, love, truth, music, and most importantly, a bounce. A bounce that resonates through the community and lets you know that talk radio is real. Podcasts are real. And who better to do it than me? This is the 2021 season of the Jefferson Moody Show. Yes. We're about to get started, yes. but y'all know what I do. Yes. Before we get started, hey yo, job, let's bounce. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's a talk show, but listen, I need you to bounce. See what we do. It don't work without a bounce. Welcome to the 2021 season. Enjoy. Oh, young Sean. I'm about to set a record for jumping in the giving them what they used to. You want to know why, Young Sean? Hey, everyone. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the number one flight in the podcast and internet radio skies. How y'all doing? Grab a seat anywhere. Just no fighting. Put the tray table down. We don't give a shit what you do on Jim Airlines. That's Jeff Moody, by the way. All right? Y'all good over there? Young Sean, you all right? Because you you know I usually got a lot of spill before we give them what they used to, but I, I feel willy-nilly today. I, I, I don't really have that much deepness today. I do got some inspiration for y'all that's very crucial. And I do have a message for y'all in Jim News more than news in itself that's very crucial. But outside of that, young Sean, I'm just going to drink beer and talk reckless. How about that? Uh, they supported us last week on the uh, on the replay, uh, Young Sean, as our family always does. So we always come back, fam. For those of you that are new here, so many new folks, uh, we want to thank you for doing that. All right, new new week, happy Monday, Young Sean. Are you ready? Life good, school good, everything good. I know you're getting ready for your driver's license and you're looking for your summer job. You got all that good stuff going on. Your mom good, dad good, everybody good. All right, you ain't giving what they used to. Hold on, let me get a beer. I should have had that ready. Hold on. Yes, I drink on the job. If you if you listen to this show consistently, you already knew that. If you're new here and you were looking for any semblance of professionalism, uh, get get the fuck out of here. And usually I would ring the bell, uh, but but I can't ring the bell yet. I'll explain to you why later. Our regulars know. To all our newbies, what up? Yeah, Sean, let's give them what they used to. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, I see you, I see you, thank you, thank you. All my people over there, and over there, and over there, at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell on Beat Break Radio FM.com. For all of my iPhone users, for all of my Android users, Please, when you come to BeatBreakRadioFM.com, go to the top right-hand side of the page. Hit the free Podcast FM app. Whatever device you got, you can find it there. I don't even think you need an iPhone or Android. Download that app so wherever we go, you can go. Or wherever you go, we can go. Go get the Podcast FM app, bringing us so many more listeners. Great app. Y'all go get that. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-3865331. Once again, family, you got some commentary or whatever you got about the show, text me up, 678-3865331. Hit DJ Natural Rel up, excuse me, to salute her for her ATL traffic mix. She's at DJ Natural on all social media. That is Natural with an E, N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Let me tell y'all something. I'm dedicated to giving her 45 minutes to an hour every show, and she rocks out. When I finish rocking the flight with the talk, nobody rocks out better to close a show out than DJ Naturell. Thank you all for supporting her. Reach out and tell her thank you. Now, I'm going to be your pilot for all our newbies. I'm going to be your pilot for this three-hour flight. I'm sorry about that delay. I had to drink my beer. Kick back, relax if you can. Even if you cannot, I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of the day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my uh, drivers out there who listen to the Jeffers Moody Show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Can y'all hear my damn bell? Young Sean, I wanted to hop into it, man, because because I got to tell these people why sometimes your age is your age. I know what y'all say. 50 to new 40, 40 to new 30, 30 to new 20. I get it. But sometimes the truth of the matter is your age is just your age. And you got to learn to embrace some shit sometimes. Ain't nothing wrong with feeling young. Speaking of uh, uh, young. Let me do this. And then I got to give a birthday shout out to a king. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeffers Moody Show. Whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you are, if you're listening, I really thank you. Okay, it's time for a happy birthday shout out. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you all about sometime 50 is the new 50, but it's time. Well, hold on. Hold on one second. Family, I'm nursing a slightly sore groin right now, and I'm going to explain that to y'all. Because <laughs> I got something to do with 50 being 50. But, but, but before I do that, let me talk about a young man that got me by years, decades. He look about as young as I do. I want to wish a blessed, a happy, a delightful, and love-filled, and many more born day to a very special king who happens to be the beloved father of a very special queen. Now, before I get to the man of the hour, let me tell y'all who his child is. His daughter is none other than my queen slash sis, P. 
Peaches D. That's Peaches with an E-Z. P-E-A-C-H-E-Z. Right, right, Peaches? Peaches D. That's what she is on Facebook, I think. I think on Facebook, she's got a dome, Peaches D. And I think on IG, IG she's Peaches D. Right, uh, Peaches, right? Now, if you listen to my show since we started in, in 2007... You've probably heard this this woman's name. We just salute her all the time, especially back in the day. Remember, I had a podcast before I came over to Beat Break. She was one of the original ride or die queens. She promoted this show on her end. She always tried to get people to listen to it. She did graphics just out of the love and always made the coolest next door neighbor and Mr. Moody Grass. She's just always has been honest with with her feelings about the show it's always been a part of what we do we consider her literally like family and although we had a ton of listeners you know no you always come to find out no matter how many people show you love it's always like this same handful of people that are there no matter what and she was and still is one of them So with her having all those accolades, when I found out it was her daddy born day, I had to contact her and ask her, could I shout him out on the show? Because I feel like I damn near know the king. He's an OG. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in wishing King Willie C. Harris Sr. a happy 89th born day. 89. That's right, family. Y'all ain't hear me wrong. Mr. Harris is 89 years strong in this world, and he's still going. He was born in April 14th in uh, 1932, and uh, he, he's a, he's a, he just loves automobile. He's a car lover. He loves him some cars. His daughter say he loves some cars, man. Now, this guy was a master mechanic in his younger days at a used car dealership in 1961. And uh, his love of cars continued to serve his purpose really well um, as an employee of General Motors. So happy born day, Willie C. Harris. You know, I'm telling you, people always think accomplishments are based off of, uh, you know, the money and the status. But really, accomplishments in life are about your legacy, because when you die, the dead know nothing. You ain't taking none of this monetary shit with you. Only thing you leaving behind here is heartache or you leaving behind heart healing and you're leaving behind a legacy. It could be a good one. It could be a bad one. One thing I can say about Mr. Willie, just off his daughter alone. You ain't going nowhere no time soon, King. But man, if the rest of your family represent like your daughter does, just as a beautiful black woman, as a supportive person. Now, by the way, don't y'all take Peaches for granted. Peaches get up there and try to make you smile. She posts beautiful, vibrant things. She's a person of life and electricity and energy. Don't get on that bad side. Peaches will give you that smoke. Y'all heard me? But where did she come from? She had she had to come from the cut of kings and queens. Now I'm gonna tell y'all something, Mr. Willie. I don't mean no disrespect, but I'm gonna have to see your driver's license, young man. 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to see your driver's license, Mr. Willie, because I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to show me you 89 years old. Family, let me tell y'all something. I saw a picture of Mr. Willie. This man can easily tell you he was 68. He might get away with saying he's 70. He might get away with saying he's 67 or something. Peaches, what y'all got of y'all family? Uh, uh, Indian? Cherokee? <laughs> That's why I always tell people when they say I look so young for my age. I just tell them my grand, my, my family, we got Cherokee. We part Cherokee. I got nappy hair, but you know, we part Cherokee. I ain't get the I ain't get the straight hair part from Cherokee. Mr. Willie's a young looking man. Uh, he just got the brightest eyes and he always seems to be wearing somewhat of a smile. And I know his child loves him, man. So it's just with such a great pleasure that, you know, I asked her permission, Mr. Willie. And I don't know if you're here this or not, but 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 I know Peaches will. And Peaches, we love you so much over here, man. You've always been, you know, maybe if you didn't even support the podcast and I had just known you through online, you've just always been a phenomenal person. Um, it's good to know people that spread joy. It's good to it's good to know that. So, Mr. Willie C. Harris, happy birthday, my king. Happy birthday, OG. Happy birthday, OG. And I'm gonna tell you something. You have to show me that license, young man. <laughs> Cause you was a young looking one. I know they beating them ladies off you too. You know what I'm saying? So happy born day, uh, 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 Mr. Harris, man. Your daughter loves you so much. Your family loves you so much. And we love you too, all right? Many more coming to you. Many more. Now, you know, fam, I'm about to tell y'all in this segment why 50 is sometimes a new 50. Uh, The funny thing about this is I'm about to bellyache about some of the annoyances of being 51. And Mr. Willie, he's sitting up there. Hold on, y'all. All right. Mr. Willie's sitting up there at 89 looking like he may be 61 or something. That man look younger than I do. But let me let me let me uh let me go on let me go on to closing this this rundown out. So family, let me tell y'all why sometimes your age is just your age. Everybody ain't got it like 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 Mr. Willie. Everybody don't look and feel 35 years old when they're 89. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, man, that age just catch up with you. So I know 30 supposed to be the new 20. Uh, 40 supposed to be the new. The 50 supposed to be the new. 40 the new 30. 50 the new 40, right? And, and so on. But damn it, let me tell you all about my groin. Let me tell you why my groin is 51 years old. So uh, I get up the other night, I go to use the bathroom. Pretty simple task. I know what y'all thinking. Get out the bed, go to the bathroom, turn on the light or don't turn it on. You know your house like the back of your hand. Lift up the toilet seat if you live with a woman or if you got any kind of sanitary decency about yourself. Pull your thing out, take a leak, shake it off. Flush the toilet, wash your hands, go back to bed, right? That's usually how it play out. Well... I stepped out of bed, family, and pulled my groin. I don't know what I did. I don't know how I did it. The only thing I could think of is sometimes 50 is just a new 50. I wouldn't have did, I never did that when I was 40. I never did that when I was 30 or 20. Sometimes 50 is really the new 50. 
Now y'all remember a couple of weeks ago I told y'all how I was driving and I was easily holding my pee. I had to pee, but I was fine with it. I could wait for minutes. And then I hit a pothole and all hell broke loose. I ended up peeing on myself. I ended up hopping out the car, whipping that thing out in front of everybody in the Walmart parking lot and taking the rest of the whiz. Y'all remember that? Wasn't the proudest moment of my life. Well, that shit wouldn't have happened if 50 is really the new 40. My bladder said, nigga, you 50. Shit. You know, I'm 50 now. I'm actually 51. And it's just things I don't tolerate the things I'm setting my ways of, you know? I'm grumpy. I'm, cran- uh, I'm cantankerous a lot of times. I lecture young people when I'm out in the street for no reason. Like, I know, I know, I know y'all scared of the kids. I know a lot of y'all scared of the kids. I ain't scared of the fucking kids. I deal with the kids. I'm big bro. I'm OG. You know when I knew that 50 was a new 50, y'all? Uh, is when I said to a group of my youngins, they were playing basketball in the park, and I was taking that old man walk, and I stopped to harass them for a little while, and I literally said out my mouth without thinking about it. I was like, back in my day, we would have. And I caught myself and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, sometimes 50 is the new 50. That's when you know 50 ain't 40. When you start with that back in my day shit, that's when you know it's a wrap. That's when you know you wash. Sometimes 50 is 50. 50 is the new 50. I got to fill my tank up when it gets to a quarter tank. When I'm down to a quarter tank, for some reason, I start panicking. I'm going to run out of gas. And that's because old people think they're going to run out of gas at a quarter tank. I don't know if y'all ever known this. Some old people think they're going to run out of gas at a half a tank. Even if they only driving 500 more feet to get home, they got to fill that tank up at a quarter tank, man. See, when you're dealing with your OGs, they logic on gas. They don't, you know, they be kind of like, uh, she what she what happen is, she what happen is, uh, you be done ran out of gas, he on the side of the road, and, 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 and you got to leave your car stranded, and then you're going to have to walk 10 miles in the motherfucking dock to get some gasoline, then you're going to have to drop off the gas thing now. Who out there in the dock when you're walking like that? Could be the clan, could be an alligator, could be some snakes or something out there, could be a murder, serial murderer killer, you know what I'm saying? That's why you got to put some gas in your tank. You young folks, you're always letting your gas run down. You ain't supposed to let your gas get down in no quarter tank. See, that's when you know 50 is the new 50. That's how I think. Yeah, I know a lot of some of you 50 is the, is the new 40 people. Y'all let y'all shit get on E. Now, I do that by accident sometimes, but quarter tank is my fill-up time. And never mind the fact that an older person has triple A. Uh, don't ever tell a man over 50 or 60 years old about triple A to come change a flat. Those, those are men from the throwback era. So wait a minute now, you sure you call it you call it AAA and they come change your flat. You don't know how to change no goddamn flat. You don't know how to change no goddamn flat. Sometimes your age is your age, y'all. Then you keep getting lectures. Cause she, the reason you had to call that triple A thing, besides the fact you ain't never learned how to change a tire. You wouldn't have ran out of goddamn gas if you had to feel that tank up and a quarter tank. Sometimes your age is just your age. 50 is the new 50. A lot of aches and pains out of the blue when you, when you turn 50. 
It's probably time for your second colonoscopy, especially if you're African-American. Probably time for your second colonoscopy when you're in your 50s. You need shingle shots and shit like that because wash motherfuckers is susceptible to shingles and stuff. Uh, who over 50 um, that's out there right now that is not taking a one a day? You should be taking vitamins, by the way, y'all. And if you're taking an over 50 one a day, you know what they call those? Silver. When you was under 50, your supplements wasn't called silver and platinum. <laughs> That's a sign that sometimes 50 is the new 50. <laughs> nah, y'all see, y'all see, don't don't get me wrong. You know, I, I know what y'all thinking. Y'all are like, yo, Moody, wait. What's wrong with feeling young, brother? There's nothing wrong with feeling young, brother. There's nothing wrong with feeling young, sister. I'm just saying sometimes your age is your age. And some people get so caught up in not wanting to be their age, they forget they fucking age. I ain't really got no problem with being 50, to be honest with you. I don't look like it. You bump into me, I bet you won't know. You'll know now because I told you. There's certain things that when you get 50, they just ain't cool no more. Younger girls, younger women, they are attractive. When I say younger girls, I'm talking about legal age girls. I didn't write, I believe I can fly. <laughs> I didn't write that song. Man, let me tell you something. I got a particular way with the female species. I do. I'm not bragging about that. That's just, just actually a fact. The older, the older, the older women love me to death. The middle-aged women love me to death. The younger girls got a fascinating curiosity. And so when I was 30 or something and a, and a, and a young lady was 22, 21, 23, I didn't think of it too crazily, right? Because I, I didn't like young girls anyway. I'm surprised I'm really married to someone that's only like less than a year uh, younger than me. Because I've always liked older women. But I'm always out and about, and I was at a spot one day, and one of the youngins that I see all the time there, I always thought she was a kid. You recognize that somebody is pretty, but I thought she was just like 19 or 20 or something. So I never, you know, you see, but and I know what y'all guys are saying, like, yeah, right. Y'all old niggas, y'all y'all a beat up a young chick. Yeah, well, a lot of guys would. You might not know me too well. I That's not my thing. So you always recognize she's attractive, and then... One day I'm online, and she's like, Mr. Jeff, how old are you again? I was like, well, how old you think I am? She's like, we was just talking. I was like, who's we? And she's pointing to her two friends over there. I said, now, why are these three young ladies sitting here talking about how old I am? Because I'm not, I don't flirt with them. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an old, dirty bastard. You see what I'm saying? Not ODB from the Wu-Tang. Respect the ODB. I'm not really an old nasty perv like that. So I said, well, how old did you think I was? Because you see my ID when I when I buy beer. If you're here, she's like, yeah, but I forgot. I was like, well, I, you get ready to look at my ID. How old do you think I am? She says, 34. Now, family, in all fairness, I did have on a, you know, a shirt that fit my sexy ass body. I'm going to lie about that. And I had just shaved the other day. And when I shave, I do look extremely young for my age. 
unless I've been up a lot of hours or I'm stressed out. You might see it around my eyes, I guess. I don't know. I don't try to look young. I gave him my license. She was like, you're 51? She said, he's 51. They were like, you're not 51. I said, well, how old are you? Family, I know that little girl was 24 years old. Now, see, when you're 40 or 30 and you got a certain mindset, you'd be like, yo, that's kind of legal, right? Not, not for me. Not for Jeff. Let me tell you something. 24 wouldn't have worked for me too well at 40, to be honest with you. But at 50, you know, the only thing I can think of with a 24-year-old, yo, you're six years older than my daughter. You're just six years older than my child. You could be my child. Some, it's something weird about sexual attraction to people that could be your children. I'm not knocking you older guys that like legal young ladies. I'm saying for my 50, it don't work like that. Don't think, don't think I can see, I can see physical beauty, but that's not my thing, y'all. I promise y'all that. Y'all won't know till y'all know me. I like me an old woman. Like me a woman with some grandchildren. Like me a woman with a 35-year-old son who want to beat me up because I'm sleeping with his mama. <laughs> Mrs. Moody is an extremely young-looking 50 years old. She looks extremely young. And so, you know, that's the upside of being 50, y'all. Now, she's on the 50s to 40. You know, you tell her that she's white, like, I ain't white. I'm the, 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 the 50s to 40, 40. Uh, motherfucker, you 50. You just a good-looking 50-year-old. You're a sexy 50-year-old. <laughs> you 50. <-year> <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. And there's also nothing wrong with wanting to feel young, y'all. Not at all. So just remember, sometimes 50 is indeed the new 50. I'm happy to be 50. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy I made it. Here's what we have for you on today's The Jeff is Moody Show, fam. It's another week of brand new as I talk. The rundown just did that. 50 is the new 50 sometimes. We got gym news. I'm going to tell you why police officers are overall not our friends. You might not like it, but it's the truth. We got dumb shit smack fire all today news for you today. We got fan feedback. Got to tell some of my people you might be a hoe. We got humans versus wild animals, the fuck your cat edition. Uh, we got random thoughts. Of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all that what? That's right, family. Moody Motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to talk to you about how you cannot dress up the inside. You can cover up the outside. You can't hide truly what's inside. We got the world's most trifling people award for you today. We got the polar opposite of trifling. Then from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturel. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect. Mr. Moody and motivation time is coming up. Oh, boy. Moody motivation, y'all. It's up next on the Jeffers Moody Show right here on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On BeatBreak87. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. 
That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app under BeatBreak 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturel on Beat Break Radio FM.com, Beat Break 87 FM. And family, right now, it's time for some quick moody motivation. And today, what I would like to remind you of is that, you know, we can all put on all of the facades that we want. We can wear the most expensive clothes to hide our bruises and scars. We can put on makeup. We can buy expensive sneakers to make us look more important or rich, if you will. We can drive the fanciest cars. We can present materialism and exterior beauty to anyone and you'll pretty much get over on the majority of the population at least initially but there's one thing that you can't dress up there's one thing that the luxury car doesn't cover up there's one thing that the red bottom shoes and the Gucci purses don't cover up the brand new haircut from the barber the brand new weave from the hair salon the brand new nail job the brand new veneer job from the dentist the one thing that you cannot hide ultimately is what is inside you you cannot dress up the inside You know, ultimately, who we are determines where we go. And I know a lot of people don't understand that because they're like, man, I'm looking at I'm looking at people that are jerking everybody around and they're doing all that and they're making it and they're rich and they they've jerked this one and they've been mean to that one. Yeah, but those people, a lot of them suffer horrible lives. You guys think that money really makes all of the happiness? Money is a great thing. Why do so many millionaires commit suicide? Why do so many millionaires have multiple divorces? Why do so many millionaires have therapists? It's because all that exterior stuff it doesn't help to heal the wounds that are on the inside. And you can be pretty as hell on the outside and so ugly on the inside that you actually disgust yourself. 
The thing about self-progression and the thing about self-improvement is that we make commitments to better ourselves. So family, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to not feel your best. It's okay to not look your best. But when you come to terms of with who you are, And when you come to terms with your circumstances and when you make commitments to better yourself and be the best you can be from the inside, what you will start to notice is the outside doesn't really matter that much. And I'm not saying that you'll start walking around being a bum like me. Lord knows you guys don't want to wear basketball shorts seven days a week. You can still like your fashion. You can still be into what you're into. But you'll recognize the true beauty and the true power of you when you fix what's broken on the inside. So many of us are broken on the inside. I am broken on the inside. And I spend so much time trying to repair my inside. And sometimes that just happens to reflect on my outside. So you're not weak, you're not ugly, you're not frail for for not having the greatest insides. All we need you to do is work on it and know that there is a beautiful you in there and there's a powerful and a strong you in there. And it's the one thing you can't dress up. Your clothes look nice, by the way. But the true beauty is inside. Moody Motivation, y'all. We'll be right back with Jim News on the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. Beat Break Radio FM. Dot com. It's time for a little bit of gym news. And, you know, family, you know, we ride with each other every week, right? And there's something that I don't know if the word is disturbed, but there's something that really caught my attention when I was compiling just stories and stuff to get this week's show done. And I was like, wow, we're starting to have an overfill of police misconduct. It seems more common to see police misconduct than it does not. And I know what a lot of you may say. Well, Jeff, that's the media. Fake news, left-wing media. Well, I got to tell you guys something. Media is full of shit. No, not in the way that Donald, not in the way that Don Hitler tried to portray the media. He was the biggest liar to ever take office in politics. Biggest scam artist ever. But media does, all media goes by narrative. That narrative may not be a bad narrative. It may be a positive narrative. It may be a true narrative that is an uncomfortable truth. When we talk about racism in America and when we talk about police brutality and discrimination and racial economics and when we talk about a systemic racism, we are accused of having a 
left-wing narrative. So I understand. Some people may blame the media. Some people may be smart enough to do their own research and not be led so easily by media. That would be me. The media doesn't determine how I feel. It only determines a particular amount of information I got from that particular source. I do my own homework. So it wasn't the overabundance of police misconduct that you see all across the nation. And with that being said, I shouldn't have to say it, but I will. We know that there are good cops out there. That seems so cliche. But I'm going to say something that so many of us have already been thinking about. And just a lot of people just don't say it out loud, especially on their shows. Family, ladies, gentlemen, kings, queens, if you're a person of harmony and equality and justice and righteousness, you may have figured out by now. That overall, the law enforcement agencies in the United States ain't our friends. They don't have our best interest in mind. Many of them are part of white terrorist domestic organizations. Many of them, far too many of them, would want nothing better than to get you at the right place at the right time and take your life. And if they don't get away with taking your life, they would at a minimum love to inconvenience you. Whether that inconvenience is just for a couple of hours, having you locked up for something you didn't do, or whether they send you to jail for years. Offer only what you and them originally know is that you didn't do anything. America's law enforcement agencies are not our friends. What does this mean? Well, obviously, it's not a declaration of war. We won't win that. That's not really my thing. In fact, uh, up in the upper parts of Georgia, headed towards Alabama. I think it was two black brothers that opened fire on a on on. There's a brother that opened fires on sheriff's deputies or something. Right, y'all with an AK-47. Uh, thank God the cops didn't get killed. I, hey, listen. I know too many cops to say I hate cops. I hate your system. I think one cop got shot in the arm. Y'all ever noticed something? Almost every single black person that assaults law enforcement or does some kind of weird, out of the blue domestic terrorist act. You ever notice they die? Anybody ever noticed that? Like, you know, Dylan Roof is alive. All the, all the, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is alive in worship. George Zimmerman's still going strong. Never struck you guys as strange that whenever a black person does something that can be considered domestic terrorism, they die. Never left around to tell a story. Makes me wonder why every time. 
How does Dylan Roof walk into a sanctuary and murder people and leave and the police gently find him and, and take him out of the car and put him in put him in handcuffs gently and take him to how does that work people oftentimes when white domestic terrorists do do acts of of terrorism they kill themselves and yes every once in a while the police kill them but if you guys haven't noticed almost every single black person that all of a sudden decides to be a domestic terrorist in the land of white domestic terrorism they die makes you wonder like man maybe they had something to say that they didn't want us to hear like that young man that supposedly attacked the Capitol and drove into the police barricade and was shot and killed. And it's like, you know, when they when they tell the story, it's he's talking about Farrakhan. They put all they put more focus on Farrakhan than they put on him. Something don't sit right with me about that family. I'm a native New Yorker. I was born in East New York. I lived my older years in Flatbush and Bed-Stuy. I moved to California. From California, I moved to Georgia. I can tell you something. I was a young child being harassed by cops when I realized they weren't our friends. If you think about the police organizations in America, if you think about when police organizations were formed in New York City and other places, a part of their job was to actually regulate the niggas, to menace and intimidate and keep strict control over Negroes. They've never been our friend. I started writing down information and I was like, God damn it. There's so many stories here about the misconduct and and the misconduct seems to be on point. That's why I can't buy a yeah. Well, they don't talk about the good cops. Hey, newsflash. Guess what? You're supposed to be a good cop. You're not supposed to get a fucking cookie for that. If I help an old lady across the street, I'm not supposed to get a round of applause. I was supposed to help her across the fucking street. If I hold the door open for my fellow man or woman, I'm not supposed to get a round of applause for that. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging kindness and we need to spread kindness along. That's actually what we're supposed to be doing. See, you're not supposed to kneel on someone's neck for eight minutes until they die while they beg you for their life. You're not supposed to be applauded for not doing that. You're not supposed to take Eric Garner and put him in an illegal chokehold until he dies. 
You're not supposed to shoot a suspect running from you in the back with his hands up running. You're not supposed to brutalize Sandra Bland for having a taillight violation. Law enforcement isn't our friends. This brings me to a story that I was reading about the little piece of shit Kyle uh, Rittenhouse. And it exposed how this little, you know, law-breaking piece of trash who is being worshipped by Trumpers and right-wingers and domestic terrorists and police and law enforcement officers. He's being worshipped. He's getting some of that Zimmerman love. Well, here's a story here that says that a data breach at a Christian crowdfunding website revealed that police officers and public officials have been monetarily supporting Kyle Rittenhouse and cops who've been implicated in murdering black people. Y'all heard me? Go do your research. Transparency Group distributed denial of secrets shared their findings with the Guardian contributors uh, uh, with the Guardian. I'm sorry. Contributors donated money to Rittenhouse and others through Give, Send, Go. They tried to hide their identities using the website's um, anonymity feature, but the platform maintained traceable information such as email addresses. Rittenhouse, who allegedly we saw him do it, but in this system it's not what we see it's what they say who allegedly murdered two protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin received $586,940 for his legal defense one anonymous $25 donation came from a Sergeant William Kelly William Kelly the Executive Officer of Internal Affairs in Virginia's Norfolk Police Department This is a cop over internal affairs. How do you think his investigations of police brutality are going to turn out? He said to Kyle, God bless. Thank you for your courage. Keep your head up. You've done nothing wrong. Every rank and file police officer supports you. Don't be discouraged by actions of the political class or law enforcement leadership. Now, let's hold up a minute, everyone. Isn't this law enforcement telling the criminal that they've done nothing wrong? Well, here's the charges against the little piece of shit. And I want y'all to be honest and tell me if this officer would have supported a black 17 year old in the same position that went and was attacked, quote unquote, by Trump supporters and defended itself. Kyle Rittenhouse, 17 of Antioch, Illinois, has been arrested for five felony charges related to the shooting of three people at a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Two of the victims died. In addition to the felonies, Wisconsin court records show that the prosecutors have charged Rittenhouse with one misdemeanor count of possession of a dangerous weapon under the age of 18. Since Rittenhouse is a 17-year-old, he would not qualify for a concealed carry permit in Illinois. It is against Wisconsin law for someone younger than 18 to possess a dangerous weapon. So what did you say again, Sergeant William Kelly? He did nothing wrong? 
Well, William Kelly is not alone. And the attack on the Capitol was filled with military and law enforcement. George Zimmerman was funded by members in law enforcement. They have groups out here that are giving money to people they know are dead ass guilty. Mr. Floyd's killer is being funded as we speak. It is time for us to learn your rights. Learn what to do in a pullover. When you're on them dark roads back there, understand when you get lighted. The first thing you need to do is call 911 and say, I am in a certain place and I am being lighted. Roll your windows down, put your interior lights off, and you find you a well-lit area. They are out here to kill you. Uncomfortable message, but it's true. And of course, not all of them are. So many officers that would rather help you than harm you. And their silence is complicit. When you're being pulled over in the night, especially call 911, let them know you're being pulled over. You're not attempting to evade. You have your windows down, lights on. Get your license out. Get your ass off on a well-lit exit. If you're on social media, go Facebook or Instagram live. Maybe we need to start investing in dash cams. Mrs. Moody asked me about that the other day. I was like, nah, then I thought about it. I was like, maybe so. They're not our friends. And we don't have the authority and we don't have the military might and the ammunition might to fight them back. So it's us fighting in the most barbaric way that we can. And we cannot be afraid. This message I'm telling you right now can get a target on my back. gotta make your decision up is you a man or a fucking mouse is you a woman or a mouse I could go on and on with police misconduct stories against me personally where I did nothing each one of us has one we can pull up a million stories that prove that this system in America is against black people they are not our friends they do not want the best for us. There are many of us in the, the, the prison system right now that have done nothing. There are many of us laying in hidden burial sites right now that have been killed. I don't know if it was Will Smith or who it was, but someone said. And I, and I, and I paraphrase here. They said something to the effect of. Racism in America didn't get lesser. It's just that technology got better. I'm paraphrasing that. Without these camera phones and without these social media sites, let me tell y'all something. Way before we had these, we can only imagine what has happened to some of our brothers and sisters that we've never even known about. Know your rights, treat officers with respect, but you have to stand up for yourself because the truth is they are no friends of ours. And as much as you hate hearing about 
Well, what about black on black crime? You see, you got these raccoons out here that try to flip it on you and say when you talk about what your own community does, that ain't cool. Just focus on what the office is doing. Don't worry about what y'all do to each other. Let me tell y'all something. Fuck those people. Because the ugly reality is they're going to try to eliminate us even if we all get along. Let us not forget our brothers and sisters in the 60s didn't have baggy pants and tattoos. They dressed sharp as anybody else. Zoot suits, hats, shoes, shiny. They was just out there looking for freedom and they got brutalized. Don't you let them fool you. It's not the way you look. And Kyle Rittenhouse is not a hero because he killed people. He's a hero because he killed them at a Black Lives Matter effort. They're against black unity and black equality. If Kyle Rittenhouse had to kill two white men, he'd be under the jail right now. Two white racist men, excuse me. Oh yeah, if he had to kill two Klan members or two openly crooked cops, he'd be under the jail right now. He killed people that were out there for equality. George Zimmerman is loved because he killed a defenseless child, a black child, who was armed with Skittles and a drink. Police worship him too. Know your rights. Get ready for the war that none of you are comfortable acknowledging is coming. I don't condone violence against officers. I think it's ridiculous. But learn how to protect yourself and know what your rights are. It's really the only protection we got because they're not our friends. We'll be back with Dumb Shit News. Smack the fire out today. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM and Reach One Network on the go. Download the Podcast FM app to your smartphone or any mobile device. Get it on Amazon, Google Play, or the App Store. And start streaming dozens of podcasts from anywhere at any time. From music to news, sports, talk programming, and so much more. Podcast FM has it all. Download the Podcast FM app now. ReachOneNetwork.com is now Reach One Network TV. Watch the latest videos from some of your favorite on-air personalities and special guests airing on BeatBreak 87 FM. Log online to ReachOneNetwork.tv 24-7. Watch, listen, and watch again. That's ReachOneNetwork.tv. All right, yes, Sean. Woo, y'all. Yeah, people, teach your children, teach your children their rights and tell them there's a way to communicate and we got to get super tactical out here. They're literally trying to exterminate us. I'm going to be speaking more about how law enforcement's not our friends. If you're an officer that listens to the show, God knows I love you all and you know I do, but if if what I said to you was wrong and you know that you've talked to me previously, that's just your fucking problem. Maybe you've always felt um, the way. Yeah, it's time for dumb shit news. Smack fire all today. But let me say this really quickly. If you think my message is wrong, I don't really give a shit. But maybe you need to look at the system and not the victims of the system. 
We don't feel the way we feel for no reason. Let's do some dumb shit news. Smack the fire all today. I ain't done talking about that. All right. So the great state of Texas, I got to tell you, isn't this the state that wants to succeed? I know that I don't think they can constitutionally illegally do it, right? They can't succeed, right? I wish they could. You know, in a perfect world, I would take most of Florida and Texas and Alabama and Kentucky and portions of South Carolina and let them all just go someplace. No assistance from the United States. Fuck them all. And just let them get the fuck out of here. I got to tell you, those motherfuckers are, if y'all ever notice about a lot of these uh, domestic terrorists, they, they preach this America shit. They preach this Star Spangled Banner shit. They love walking around desecrating a flag, wearing ripped up flags and all kind of shit that technically disrespects the flag on their shirts and hats and cars. They got their Trump stickers. These motherfuckers are more anti-American than anyone else could possibly be. You know, BLM is not anti-American. They are are, uh, (laughs) (laughs) pro-justice. know if i got a story about a, one of the founders of bmn B, uh, blm they, they got some pretty serious accusations against her i i don't know if that's in this show or not y'all i gotta look at my nose we'll see but let's get the smack and the fire out of some people texas passes permitless handgun carry bill that's right fam according to reports the state of texas has passed a permitless carry bill that will allow residents to carry handguns in public without a license you don't even need a license. You don't have to do anything. Just go buy the gun. <laughs> See, Texas is trying to create that Wild Wild West thing again. So House Bill uh, 1927 passed with an 87 to 58 majority. The bill gives those, uh, those legally permitted to permit it. I can't read to possess a firearm to carry a gun in public without carrying the corresponding paperwork. This bill should be called common sense because this bill is about common law-abiding citizens being able to carry commonly owned handguns in uh, common public places for common reasons of personal and family protection. Under this bill, people who are prohibited from possessing a handgun will still be prohibited from possessing a handgun. Sensitive places where the unlicensed carry of a handgun is prohibited will still be prohibited. But if you are a law-abiding citizen age 21 or older that can legally possess a handgun, you will be able to carry that handgun in a holster in public places where it is not otherwise prohibited, said State Rep. Matt Schaefer. I got to tell you guys. There's been 45 mass shootings within the last month in America. Isn't it funny we want to make it easier for people to carry the state of Texas, who is against voter rights, by the way. The state of Texas wants to make it easier for people to carry weapons and they want to make it for them to vote. Smack the fire all today. So what they're saying now, let me tell you, in case you guys are not peeping through the fog. You want to talk about how systemic racism and stuff works in the world? Now, we're going to have people of color carrying handguns 
And even though the lawyers, they don't need the paperwork, let's keep an eye over the next six months to a year. Let's see the disparity in, in color, in race, of people that get hurt, injured, killed, falsely arrested, falsely um, 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 illegally detained by officers for actually following the law and carrying their gun without paperwork. What the fuck is wrong with having paperwork to carry a lethal weapon? By the way, criminals don't give a fuck about paperwork and, and bills or anything like that. You're going to ban guns. Criminals are always going to have them. They don't give a fuck. Texas, Texas wants to recreate the, uh, the, the Wild Wild West. Um, Urban Police Department Chief Jay Spivey said... There are safety issues and responsibility that go along with carrying a firearm. If you're just going to allow anyone and everyone to have the opportunity to walk around in public without any training, without any uh, um, abilities to use a firearm, to know when they can and can't use a firearm, I think you're creating an opportunity to have something bad happen to someone. So basically, show your license, get your gun, walk in the street. Y'all don't think they're going to have some bloodshed in Texas? Let's keep an eye on that. Smack the fire out of they. And please let these niggas succeed. Can we let them just go? Just make sure they don't get any money. Let them go fend for themselves someplace. Can we do that? Smack the fire all today. Fam, there's a ketchup shortage in America. Yeah, ketchup. I'm talking about the condiment. I didn't know that. Uh, th- this article says ketchup shortage creates online market for old packets. Listen to this. A shortage of ketchup in the United States has led to Americans selling single-use packets obtained from fast food restaurants on eBay and other marketplaces. The coronavirus pandemic phenomenon, as reported as reported by the Wall Street Journal, I can't read today, has led to ridiculous spikes in prices for the single-use packets, including one listing for three packets. Listen to me, y'all. On eBay, somebody sold three fucking packets of ketchup for $11.50. Let me tell you the first thing I did. I went in my pantry and looked at how much packets of ketchup we got. Miss Moody, we need to talk some business. I know we don't like spiking and gouging people because we're not like that. Like you're talking to the family that when the pandemic first hit, we still thought about people after us. So we tried not to hoard to leave other people's stuff. But Ma, if I'm not mistaken... We got at least $100 in ketchup. <laughs> we can sell ketchup and, and, and go and just have a nice bite to eat. I'm not going to uh, smack the people selling ketchup. Smack the fire all the people buying three packs of ketchup online for $11. Smack the fire all today. Yo, they selling ketchup. They sell, you know, y'all know the packs of ketchup that you stole from the restaurant that they gave you a handful of? Y'all notice they don't do that shit no more, right? They selling them on three packs of, of ketchup for $11. I, I, uh, I got to get paid. 
I think we got like a hundred dollars worth of catch up in the pantry. All of y'all is like pausing this shit right now. You, you, you running and checking, check your pantry. Yo, who want to get with me and get a a, 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 a catch up collective? We can make some big money and split that shit. This shit better than drugs. <laughs> Smack the fire out of you if you bought ketchup online. <laughs> Smack the fucking fire out of you. I mean, why not, why not go to the store? Like, do like Patty LaBelle or do like a lot of Caribbean women and carry your hot sauce and stuff in your purse. <laughs> oh, we are such a fucking dumb the human fucking population. Oh my God, humans are so fucking dumb. Smack the fire of people buying it, not the people selling it. Don't, don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, a judge ruled this week that divorce attorney Laura Wasser and Dr. Dre's lawyer Howard King cannot represent Dr. Dre in his divorce case. I don't like talking about people's relationships, but this is not about their personal stuff. I just want to tell you how crazy this system is. Dre's estranged wife, Nicole Young, and her attorney argued to disqualify King because he represented both Dre and Nicole as their family attorney throughout their marriage. Wasser became disqualified from working with the legendary producer because of her work with King. Laura Wasser is regarded as one of the biggest divorce attorneys in Los Angeles with a clientele that includes Kim Kardashian, um, uh, Nicole's lawyer, uh, Samantha Spector, is also considered one of L.A.'s powerhouse divorce attorneys and often faces off against Wasser. Neither Dr. Dre nor his reps have commented on the ruling. Now, let me tell you something. Smack the fire out of Dr. Dre's uh, uh, soon-to-be ex-wife. Smack the fire all to she. You signed a prenup. You wasn't with him shooting in the gym. You already stood to leave the, the marriage with more than enough to take care of yourself. You want, you, you, we got to stop letting women let their personal grudges affect le- the legalities of divorce. Seriously. And I don't know how many men get over like this, but we got to cut that shit out. This chick is just just malicious and spiteful at this stage. You're going to walk out of that marriage with paper. You want it all? Where your beats at? What beats you made? Smack the fire out to she. I don't like I don't like talking about people in a relationships, but this system Check the fuck out of here. Cut her a check and let her get out of here. So Drake could get back to work. It's like the fire auto sheet. I don't care if y'all agree with that or not. You gotta change the system up. It's like fucking child support. Keep saying men don't want to be fathers, and you got a woman that's trying her best to keep a man from his children. We don't see that, we just see him not being with his children. You gotta change that. Nails and toes done with the, the money for your child. That has to change. In other news, R. Kelly's uh, federal child for sexual exploitation is going to start on August 9th. Smack the fire out of him. Who gives a fuck? I've never seen a guy whose dick got him as deep. And I was an R. Kelly supporter to the height of it all. Still think he's the, the, the greatest singer, songwriter, composer, arranger uh, of a generation. I just can't respect his stupidity. 
I've never seen nobody let their dick. Sorry, Sean Garvey. Get him in so much trouble. Yeah, his trial is coming up in August. Who cares? Smack the fire out of him. That was Dumb Shit News. We're coming back with... I don't know. I think it's uh, man versus humans versus wild animals that kill. I don't know. We'll be right back. It's Jeff is Moody Show. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On is Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. Atlanta. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio live. On Reach One Communication Station. You, you, you're, you, are listening. you are listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beatbreak 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatbreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. All right. No, 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 no. Hey, regulars, y'all understand what I do. Y'all know I'm a roller coaster. Y'all know that. New listeners, if this is your first week listening to the show, you'll get used to this shit. I do this for you. Freaking celebrity penis sucking for two and three hours at a time and all. Do you know how foolish I just felt reading about Dre's divorce stuff? I hate talking about anybody's relationship like that unless it's mine's I hate talking about celebrities they gotta deal with that that's real life for them that's why I don't get into their specifics you know I I was just talking about how I think the system is broken we we need the Jeff is Moody show family we need shows that represent us it's the it's the show you talk about with your people in the backyard at the barbecue or when you're playing cards that's what my commentary is all about. We ain't supposed to be out here dick-sucking celebrities all over the place. Not for two and three hours, shit. For those of you that are in the giving head, that's a lot of head. <laughs> nah, nah, 112 episodes, I'm still here. I know Sh- uh, Sean Garvey is surely working on somebody to take my spot. <laughs> has to be <laughs> i'm just saying if you're good at if you're good at sucking off the, the even you know that three hours is a lot to just have a show that's just focus on celebrities the whole fucking time what about us we got real stuff you know yeah sean you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's my beer at yeah, that's how I do my show. You do yours the way you want to do it. Uh, all y'all other motherfuckers out there with critique for the God, for King. Shit. So, fam, we're going to do some fan feedback. Now, I'm going to call this sexual tit for tat. And I'm actually going to read two pieces of feedback. But the, the it, 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 So, one of my beloved... I think she misheard a couple of things because I went back and listened to a show and she was a little off, and but she's so cool and she wasn't being attacking or mad or anything like that. So the first thing I want to read, this is from Chief. 
And uh, now Tanya P, ring the bell for Tanya P. Tanya P put Chief on. And uh, Chief said, man, been listening to you for three weeks. Completely unpredictable as guaranteed. Completely foolish as promised. Completely motivate. What? Okay, hold on, bro. Completely motivational as advertised. Okay, I'm sorry. I was. Okay, I see. I see how you is. Okay, okay. There's a couple of types. That's good. That's my fault right there, King. Yo, really appreciate this. Keep up the good work, brother. Love you. Do your thing. I got you. All right. Thank you, Chief. That's not really you. That's me. When I was copying and pasting, Chief, it's. I see what I did. I left some words out. Sorry about that. So let's thank you. Thank you, dog. So let's get to um by the way, big up to my man Thomas Park. TP, what up? Uh, I was watching some racquetball online this weekend and it happened to saw my man TP watching a match with me. We was just shouting it out back and forth. He recommended this documentary to me. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And based off his referral, because I have so much respect for him and he's such a real supporter of the show, not that fake shit. He's a real one. And in person, he's an awesome guy. I I definitely got to watch that documentary and talk about it on the show. So what up, TP? I got you. Don't think think I'm igging because I don't do that. What up, TP? Um, so in this fan feedback, Queen Dana said regarding the show two weeks ago. So she says, hey, Jeff. Hey, Moody. Uh, heart emoji. Laughing emoji. Hey, King. One quick thing. What I'm starting to notice is when you talk about relationships and you talk about what is the right and wrong thing to do for the sake of revenge? It seems like you're always talking about the queens and never the guys. For instance, you did a show where you told it seemed like only women. How do you look opening your legs to a strange penis just to get revenge on somebody that cheated on you? And I thought that was unfair, although I may agree with your assessment. But what about the guys, King? And is a woman really a hoe doing what her man did to him? But you got to speak to the guys the way you speak to the queens. If I missed anything, let me know. So Queen Dana, first of all, love you to death, my beloved. And let me say this real quick. You did actually miss something because typically what I do in all relationship things, I chastise everybody, including myself, queen. So the show you're referring to, Yes, I did. I did tell women. So your guy cheated on you. And to go get revenge, you're going to let anybody stick some penis in you. But that's your jewel. That's your box right there. That's what you're talking about. Right. But I also said to the fellas, queen, I want you to go back and listen to it, please. I know you will. I said the same thing in regards to the guys about sticking, you know, our pipes anywhere. And oftentimes when I do give out the critique, I am talking across the board. Now, I'm a man. And I get a lot of uh, commentary about women, so I'm going to speak from a man's perspective. But Queen, I do, I actually do do it across the board. Now, thank you for that, for bringing that to my attention, which you thought was something, but it's really not that. Now, let me let me just say this, and this is not for you, Queen uh, Queen Dana, but you're not the only one that has brought this up to me. Let me tell you guys something that y'all think that is cool to go lay under some man or go stick some dick in in a woman, and you want to justify it because somebody cheated on you. You're 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 a hoe. 
You're a hoe. Like maybe you're just a hoe. Like you, you, you can do whatever you. Okay, so listen. If I steal five dollars from you and you steal five dollars from me, you don't solve anything. We're just two fucking crooks, right? Eye for eye. Okay, if that's how you live, then say that's how you live. But I just gotta tell y'all. This revenge sex, like I said, I think that was two weeks ago, like the queen said. Listen, y'all, I, I've i never really had revenge sex. I never, I'm 51 years old. I've got more ass than most people that are listening to this show. Y'all think I'm bullshitting around? I'm not. Ring the bell. Play that dealer, young Sean. I never went out and had sex with a woman because I thought a woman cheated on me. If I want some booty, I'll just go get some booty. Yeah, you can get with somebody because somebody cheated on you. You say, I'm going to make them feel that. But who are you getting with, though? Because if you're laying down with a low-quality motherfucker that you're not even attracted to or anything, you're just a weirdo. But you know what a lot of y'all be doing? Y'all go and bang a guy y'all was fucking already, or y'all go and bang y'all ex, or y'all go and do something and y'all say, yeah, he cheated on me, or he cheated on me, so I went and I did that. You're a hoe! (laughs) Yo, you're a hoe! You're just like the person that cheated on you. You're a hoe. So don't act like they're, they're hoes and you're not. Yes, they're hoes. They fucked around on you. They fucked you over. They're hoes. Yes, you went out and you had sex for revenge. You're a hoe too. You're two hoes. Get back together with each other. <laughs> I'm only here to help. I told you, Dr. Jeff Love, I'll either save your relationship or I'll fuck it up beyond, uh, beyond, uh, it'll be foobar, fucked up beyond all recognition. So that's that, y'all. Y'all can, y'all can, y'all can, y'all can run any kind of G y'all want to run. Getting cheated on don't mean you go lay under uh, some men and let a let man and let him fuck the shit out of you for revenge. Why don't you just say you're attracted to him still, or you just wanted to go get some penis, or you just wanted to go get some vagina? If you go have sex to get revenge on a hoe, that makes you a hoe. And that goes for women and men. Maybe you're just a hoe. (laughs) Hoe. (laughs) We'll be back with humans versus wild animals that kill. Love you, Queen Dana. Thank you for that. Jefferson Moody Show, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. I rang the bell prematurely. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. 
Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a listening. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. And family, it's time for humans versus wild animals that kill. Now, this is the fuck your cat edition. Because after this, we got random thoughts. And then I got, I'm talking about the world's most trifling. I think I have a story, but I got personal stuff for trifling and polar opposite today. So this is the fuck your cat edition. Now, to fill some of you in, if you're not really familiar with how I, how I do the fuck your cat editions, I don't like cats. I don't trust them. They're fucking sneaky. I feel like the reason they don't try to maul me or eat me is because they're so tiny, like when they're house cats. But I know that deep down inside the heart of every cat is a predator. And that same little furry motherfucker that's laying on your lap and purring and you rubbing his belly and giving him kittles and all that stuff. Do you give, do you give cats kittles? Young Sean, you give cats, uh, I don't know. But fuck your cat. Let me tell you something, man. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Do y'all know that over the course of the year, because I've been saying fuck cats since I've been podcasting. Do y'all know why some people have stopped listening to me that really love cats? They, they, have, they have ignored everything else I've done for the community. Everything else I've said is just that I said fuck their cat. But fuck your cat. Your cat is a cold-blooded killer. And I can prove it. I got two stories today. For humans versus wild animals that kill. It's the fuck your cat edition. Fam, as we all know from running with the bulls uh, to keeping lions as pets, dumbass, arrogant human beings love fucking with wild animals. Sometimes it's all good, but sometimes it backfires. These are stories of humans who voluntarily or involuntarily come across wild animals that kill. First, I want to start off with a, a story I saw on social media and I can't find it. I saw this post where this is a real life. Well, all of these are real life. Let me tell y'all. So I saw this post on Thursday. And it was a lady and it was her her child. Anybody seen this? It's I don't know if she took it down or what she did, but they got so many regulations on social media now. They got violence regulations. Anyway, her arms and her face and neck are clawed. She had the prettiest little baby and the little baby's face and arms are all scratched up. And I'm like, what the hell? It was their cat. It was their fucking cat. So it wasn't a video. They didn't show the video of the the cat attacking them. It was like the aftermath. And she was like, no more cats, dogs only. But I'm telling you, y'all, she was marked up. Now, who's the winner in that situation? We're going to go with the cat. Because they didn't say if they put the cat down. I'm trying to tell y'all, I cannot find this now. 
I have been on uh, was this Facebook and Instagram? I want to say Facebook because I've been putting a woman mauled by house cat, woman in bed. I cannot find it. But that cat did a number on them. And let me tell y'all, the little baby was scraped up, but the mom had like open, like her skin was like open. That cat put a whipping on they ass. Fuck your cat. The winner in that situation is the cat. I'm not much of a pet guy, period, fam. But I got to tell y'all, man, who, 678-386-5331. Please don't turn the show off if you love your cat. I'm just letting you know the little motherfucker is a predator. He wants to fuck, he wants to eat you. Your cat don't love you like that. Dogs are so much better. I'm not a pet guy, family, but dogs are so much better. I, I, I mean... A dog is so loyal. And don't get me wrong, dogs turn on their owners too. We've heard of the maulings from dogs. All right, let's not get stupid. But a cat is always ready to line your ass up. So who won in that first match? It's the cat. I wish y'all could have seen. And, and Facebook and Instagram, all these social media platforms, they let the inmates run the asylum for so long. Now they take everything down for graphics and, 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 and what they call violence. It's a pet attack. See? You see social media? See Zuckerberg? You let, you let the inmates run the asylum. Now nobody can post anything. Now you're taking people like me. You let the Trumpers run the asylum. Now I can't say nothing to anybody. They about to kick me off of Facebook, y'all. Anyway, first match, that goes to the cat, the house cat. They've been feeding that little fuck. They've been doing all this stuff all this time for that cat. And he turned around and mauled their asses. Good thing he was a little cat and not a big cat. Next story. Humans versus uh, wild animals that kills the fuck your cat edition. Fuck your cat. Rabbit Bobcat attacks woman, then gets flung by her husband in insane viral video. Let me tell you, this is the couple of the year. These two love each other more than any other couple in the world. I'm going to tell y'all why. Let me read y'all this story. It goes on to say, in one of the most wild uh, viral videos of 2021, this screeching Bobcat aggressively attacks a suburban couple as they start their day outside of their garage. This one has to be seen and heard to be believed. I don't know if y'all seen the bobcat attack the couple. Now that one is still up, I think. Can't put nothing up on social. Y'all let people go crazy on social media. Now you take everything down. This was a wild 46 seconds caption Sada via Twitter Thursday. There is no more app description. This family's home security camera footage uh, starts off as calm and neighborly as any suburbanite's dream morning. The husband front and center waves to a jogging neighbor with a warm, good morning. See, the bobcat was hiding, ready to pounce. Could have jumped on the jogger, but it didn't. I need to wash my car, the husband says to the wife calmly. Seconds later, however, things take a turn literally no one was expecting. Like the shrill cry of a banshee. A horrifying, unmistakably, uh, unmistakably feline screech immediately breaks to peace. As his wife enters the frame, her shrieks rival that of her assailant as a bobcat is seen viciously attacking her backside. 
the bobcat was tearing her ass up literally you know what this this gem of a wife did while she was getting her butt cheeks dug out by the cat she told her husband to run for safety she was taking that L for her man god damn it I love this couple I don't even know of she calls her husband happy she says run oh my god run happy run she, I'm doing this like I'm narrating the movie. She screams as the bobcat pounces, repeatedly slashing at her. The bobcat's like literally clawing at her butt cheeks. Happy ain't no punk. That's when Happy, he's the husband. He becomes a true hero of the very unhappy proportions. Without hesitation, he ain't running. He ain't running. My wife accused me of running from her when she was pregnant and we saw a snake in our old house in the backyard. She does that to make me look bad. Goddamn snake was 30 feet away from us. I was only playing. I'll take a snake bite from Miss Moody, especially if she pregnant. Unless, of course, the snake get to her before me. <laughs> you got to take one for the team. But Happy ain't no fucking punk. He runs to his wife's defense, literally picking up the bobcat up and off of her as it continues to claw. Oh my God, it's a bobcat! Happy screams into the face of the attacker. He was screaming at the, the bobcat that it was a bobcat. That's what happens when you're in that survival mode. Several more horrific sounds escape the wildcat's mouth before he throws it like a rag doll onto their perfectly manicured lawn. As the bobcat is chased off frame, Happy exclaims he's going to shoot that fucker. And that's what Happy ended up doing. Happy shot that bobcat. The winner's Happy and his wife. By the way, the bobcat did have rabies. Did have. Did have rabies. And if any of you are wondering, Happy and his wife took the rabies shot and they're doing well as of now. Happy did confirm in an update to his social media account. They took the video down, but he did confirm that he did indeed shoot that fucker. The winner's the couple. Happy and his queen are two hardcore motherfuckers. Um, I don't know if y'all remember the video where a tiger or something jumped on this man's wife and the husband ran away and left his wife. I will fight a cat. I will fight any animal for my wife unless... No, I'm just playing. Miss Moody think I'm a snake pussy. She think I really seriously ran from her when she was pregnant and the snake was 30 feet away from her. I fight a snake for my wife. I love my girl. But yeah, yo, the 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 house cat wins the first battle, destroyed this woman and her child. And happy and his wife ride or die. All I need in this life is sin. It's me and my girlfriend, Happy and his woman. They got his woman was getting her ass cut open by a cat and told her husband to go be safe. And the husband was like, hell nah. Picked the cat up, body slammed the cat, got his gun, and killed that fucker. Now listen, I don't condone violence against animals in any way, shape, and form. But that's a wild animal trying to cause damage. And that's why I say I don't trust cats. I don't like cat. And I don't I don't care how y'all take it. Y'all know I love y'all. I hope y'all don't stop listening to the show. But I gotta tell you, like I always say, fuck your cat. 
Those little motherfuckers are hunters in little people bodies. It's like every midget wants to dunk on you, but they can't. We'll be back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Greetings, everyone. The Architect here, Sean Garvey from the Beat Break Morning Show and, of course, the head honcho of Reach One Communications. Listen up. I know you heard about the Podcast FM app, and I know you heard the commercials over and over and over again on how to download the app. But did you know that you can get the app from another source? What source am I talking about? I'm talking about BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Here's what you have to do. Go to the website right now, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Go to the radio station's homepage and click on either the Android or the iPhone icon at the top of the homepage to download your free podcast FM app now to any mobile device. It's as simple as pie. Once again, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com, click on either the Android or iPhone icon and download the app right now. It's Podcast FM and don't forget to follow Podcast FM on all social media at Podcast FM now. Nah, young Sean, I'm just saying, you know, we've been going through this for 112 episodes. I know I, I, I know how some of you feel when, when I attack your cats. Fuck your cat. And you know what? You know what? I, let, me, let, let me. Okay, young Sean, we're about to do random thoughts. Let me say something else on behalf of random. Here's a random thought. gonna listen to the Jeff is Moody show and you're gonna love the energy and passion that it opens up with this ain't no build up show we go straight off the rip from the top best intro in the game <clears throat> hold on Sean let me fix this real quick talk to these people real quick before we do random thoughts let me talk to him with a random thought before we do random thought, young Sean. Hottest intros in the game. Give y'all an intro every year. Something new. Give y'all, sometimes y'all get two intros in one year, in one season. You love the motivation. You love the news. You, you love the fact that I keep it focused on the people. And you love Naturel's mix. And I say one thing about your fucking cat and you don't love me no more what's up nigga the east coast ain't got no love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg yo I can't believe that I've lost the number of like it's about five people that stopped listening to me because I was talking about their cats. All I'm saying is I don't want your cat to get hurt, but that little motherfucker is a predator. And he don't love you. No, young Sean, we not no, we off the cat thing. I'm, I just want to, this is a random thought. This is a part of random thought. Hey, look, young Sean, don't, d- 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 don't be too instructional. Play that Dilla. Get beside yourself, young man. furry motherfucker want to eat you that's all i'm saying we're gonna do some more random thoughts all right so so um random thought 
Um, are we ready ready to admit something, y'all? And I'm talking to my quote unquote black people out there, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. We know that the coronavirus has been with us for just over a year, and we know that we didn't have to be in such a dire predicament as we are. We know. We had a 45th idiot president, dumbest nigga ever, most scandalous corrupt nigga ever. God knows the damage this guy has done. We don't even know the surface of what he's really done to the country while he was in office, right? He not only lied about the virus and let it kill tens of thousands of Americans at the time, but he also basically ignored the shit while it was taking people out. And while we were dying, well, we I didn't die. Thankfully, a lot of you guys didn't die. But some people we know did. And some people we know almost did. And some people we know got really sick. You know what he was doing all that time? He was playing golf. And securing money from his family and not reading intelligence briefings. Just being just being a loser. We get that. Yeah, he politicized something as simple as wearing a fucking mask uh, to protect ourselves and others against the virus. We know that. No, I'm going to come back to my folks in a second. I know what y'all were trying to blame it on at first. Yes, he created the greatest political and racial division in America with three Ks that we've seen in the modern era. And that's saying something because America with three Ks was stolen, expanded, and made wealthy through what, y'all? Racism, hatred, bigotry, free labor, and white privilege. We get that. Pretty sure I lost a lot of my cat people want to make sure I'm not losing uh, too many of my white folks. Although a lot of my white people may be cat people. <laughs> I've never asked Sean Garvey if I drive him to drink. That's not my intention. I'm just being myself here. I know we was I know we was blaming it on the Trumpers, and they they're easy to blame, right? I mean, you got some highly intelligent, college-educated, very powerful Trumpers. But then the majority of Trumpers, he's 70 million strong with people that hate America but act like patriots. He's 70 million strong with white domestic terrorists, and he got a couple of raccoons on his side. This is a random thought. This motherfucker done told people to inject themselves with disinfectants to fight the virus. And some of his cult members did that. Y'all know some people died off of him giving them advice, right? You take advice from a from a dummy. I don't want to say you're supposed to die, but we could do this for days, and we can discuss what that piece of shit did and all the ways he attempted to destroy the country and reestablish open white supremacy. But black people, can I ask y'all a question? Forget all that. Black folks, can we finally admit something, huh, about this virus? Y'all ready? Y'all gonna turn me off? Y'all gonna turn me off? Are y'all gonna turn me off, though? Nah, but are y'all gonna turn me off, though? Black people, can we finally admit that the idiotic anti-American domestic terrorist Trump supporters aren't the only ones who have purposely stalled our efforts to stay safe from this fucking virus? Can we admit that we got a lot of raccoons out here that don't give a fuck 
about anybody except for themselves. Huh? No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Hey, look, I do love everybody. I love good people. But, but you know, we love blaming everything. Like, even when we do something that's all about us and nobody else, we love to pass the buck. If we don't pass the buck on to them, we pass it amongst ourselves. I'm just asking you guys a question with a random thought. Can we admit that our own people are just as fucked up, blatant, and socially irresponsible as Trump supporters when it comes to just putting a fucking mask on? Can we admit that? We see them in the supermarket, but you know where you can find a lot of our folks? In the club. Can we admit that? Huh? Nobody? Nobody. All of you motherfuckers listening to this show, nobody going to admit that. 678-386-5331. Man, I live in the Atlanta metro area. I got to tell you, if you go into the city, they, they got, you know, in Atlanta and all over Georgia, they got they got the hood uh, uh, COVID parties. They throw parties. They're shoulder to shoulder. They're hundreds deep in houses. They're coughing, smoking in each other's face. They're super spreading the disease. And, and, and it's us and it's our folks. And but yet still, we will talk about Tuskegee, you know, in 1941 and black people have PTSD because we've been through a lot of shit in this country. They've used us for medical experience, uh, experience uh, experiments, evil ones, since we got here. We, y'all don't know nothing about how savagely we've been used for their medical purposes. Some of them just twisted, psychotic experiments they wanted to do to human beings. I understand that. But you know who our new Tuskegee experiment is? I don't think it's the government. I think it's your people that are right in your neighborhood, that are right around you, and they don't give a fuck about anything. The club is more important. Getting that money is more important. Going to bump and be around people all the time. Shout out to all my racquetball players out there that in the heat of COVID was in a confined room, 40 by 20, no mask on, just playing doubles, breathing all over each other because they didn't believe what was real even when their own were dropping sick and dead from it. Black folks, can we can we say that or did I say something wrong? Anybody? Nobody. What am I, sell out now? I dare you to get on social media and call me a sellout. The Jeff is Moody Show on IG. The Jeff is Moody Show on Facebook. Bring that ass on. You want some fucking smoke? I'm better at smoking person than on social media. I ain't no social media goon. I am a goon. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I just told the truth about us, and I know we don't like it. And that was a random thought, but I'm just asking. Y'all, 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 y'all still, y'all don't want to say that y'all see uh, too many of us out here acting fucking stupid, not giving a fuck about nobody. No, okay, that's fine. All right, let me, I don't, because I don't want to lose my listener base. 
You know, we'll keep blaming it on white people. That's a, Let's keep ignoring shit and blaming it on them. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, say no more. Say no more. Do you like I do at home? Shit get too, shit get too hectic. I say say no more. <laughs> uh, last random thought. You know, I'm known for uh, taking late night walks, fam. I love night walks because I love the solitude. I get to think out a lot of business and life strategy. And sometimes I just get to listen to some good old oldies music and podcasts while I'm walking. Now, in the colder months, fam, um, I I will walk in the park at one in the morning. I will walk in a pitch dark park at one in the morning. Totally unconcerned, not worried about anything. When it starts getting warmer, a little bit too many critters out there in Georgia, so I kind of keep it confined to the neighborhood, and I don't walk as late. I do like 10, maybe 11. Latest, maybe midnight. So really quickly, family, um, the other night I was walking, and it was, it was around 10.45 p.m., and I noticed a lady about 30 yards ahead of me on the other side of the street. She was outside with her dog. Now, my neighbors know me by now. They know that I walk in the nighttime. A lot of times if they see a guy walking, they assume it's me. But she saw me, man, and she picked that dog up at the speed of light and scurried into her garage. Closed the garage door. I was like, ah. Didn't quite know who she was. I see people, but you don't always see people in the nighttime. Sometimes they let their pets out, some, you know, whatever, whatever. So I walked by her house, and, I, and, and as I got a little by her house, I looked over my shoulder. And what is that, y'all, in the front of some houses? Is that a bay window? I don't know what that is, y'all. She was looking out of the window that I think is in her dining room, literally looking at me uh, walking up the street. And I thought about it for a second. Random thought. I'm a black man in this America, in this climate. And do you guys recognize, has it sunk in how quickly my life could have changed? Just for taking my regular walk in my subdivision? You remember I told you law enforcement are not our friends, basically. What if that lady had a call 911 and said there's a suspicious character in my neighborhood casing houses? It happens all the time. And what if the officers that showed up were those officers that are not our friends? Do you see the plight I go through, everyone? Hey, non-black people, do you see the plight that our men, our women, and our children go through? Because many times, we're just one bogus phone call away from you. If that doesn't shake your soul, if that doesn't move you at all, then you're a part of the group that are not our friends. I should never have to walk and worry about if a neighbor's calling the cops, but I walk for the next 20 minutes like I wouldn't be surprised if they came around. I would probably know who the officers was, by the way. And several of my neighbors would step out and say, that's Jeff. Or that's him from over there. 
I'm a black man in America and one phone call from a piece of shit can change my life. And that's a random thought. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. And we're about to land this flight really soon, y'all. Uh, thank you guys for riding with us. Thank you guys for showing us continued support and new support. And please believe that the brand, uh, Jeff is Moody Media, we will be around forever. Please understand that. You got to know that, man. There is a market for this kind of talk. And we'll stick to it until we get it. Let's do it really quick, the world's most trifling people award. Now, family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crockpot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every week, and sometimes bi-weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings, and I will choose a winner at the end. And I got one in a possible, like we playing spades this week. Contestant number one for the world's most trifling people. Uh, police reportedly identified 19-year-old gunman in FedEx shooting. I hate cowards with a passion. According to reports, police have identified the gunman in the mass shooting that took place at, at the FedEx ground facility in Indianapolis. The man was identified to be 19-year-old Brandon Hull, who was a former employee of FedEx. Deputy Chief, Deputy Chief, why can I not read today? Oh, I swear, y'all, I'm usually on point, you know, whether I'm sipping on beverages or not. I don't know what it is with my tongue. My tongue feels so heavy. I'm hungry. Maybe it's that. I don't know. Deputy Chief, then I go back and do the same thing. Uncle JC, Mrs. Moody, shut up. Cali Bourne, shut up. Deputy Chief Craig McCart spoke on the matter of trying to get the suspect, saying, my understanding is uh, by the time that officers entered, the situation was over. That the suspect took his life very shortly before officers entered the facility. According to CNN, this is the 45th mass shooting in the United States in the past month. I'm going to tell you, I just hate these cowards. You know, I, I don't know this thing where uh, these mass shootings, how, how much malice is in your heart? What really pisses me off is taking your own life. Be a man about your shit. You're already a piece of trash. Be a man about your shit and, and die with some. You 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 take people, you destroy families in just a couple of pulls of a trigger while Texas just makes it cooler just for everybody to walk around with a gun. You destroy these lives, then you take your own life. What a pussy you are. I can never tell you to rest in peace or anything like that. What's your name? Brandon Hole, fuck you, man. You let me tell you. You already won, because my other one is a possible. You already won this week's most trifling award. I don't give a fuck what was wrong with you or anything. What did the other people do to you? What did their families and children do to you? Fucking coward. Fuck out of here. You won already. 
And I got to tell you, I got this possible on the table. And I'm going to keep following this story because I don't want to jump the gun. BLM official calls for investigation after the founder spends $3.2 million on four homes. I hope this is not true. I I, 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 I do have the notes, but I got to tell y'all, I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want to accuse without. I got to wait and make sure this is right because BLM is under a super uh, microscope and I I cannot imagine a higher ranking person in BLM taking money and buying homes with it. That's what they said she and her wife did. I'm going to hold that to myself because she couldn't have beat the piece of trash anyway. She's my possible. Man, Patrice Colors, BLM co-founder. Man, I hope you haven't taken the money people put towards justice for your pro. Man, I hope you haven't done that. I got one in a possible. The winner is the, the, the mass shooter and suicidal pussy. Patrice, let me find out. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Tune in and tap into the Beat Break Morning Show. Weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Nat Urell will get you through the grind from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Beat Break 87 FM and Reach One Network. Download the Podcast FM app to listen live on the go. Well, family, uh, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show. (laughs) If you're still here. I feel like... I feel like all the cat people are gone. And I feel like everybody from Texas is definitely gone. Fuck you. Uh, yo, I feel like people that make up the excuse of... Um, yo, Sean, like people that fuck other people because they get cheated on because they always wanted to fuck that person anyway. I feel like calling them hoes. They might they might, they might, might not be here. And um, I kind of feel like calling out my people for the bullshit that's never pop yo if you want to be unpopular call your own people out you want if you want to get canceled <laughs> yet still and then on top of that i couldn't talk today let me tell y'all my tongue is as smooth as the serpent that made eve bite the apple i don't know why that would be the example I would like to use for myself, but that's what my tongue is. It's kind of heavy today. I am hungry, though. I didn't eat all day. I'm not making no excuses. I'm just saying. And you know, most broadcasters, fam, before we land this flight and talk about the polar opposite of trifling, just to let you know, they wouldn't even say nothing about they fuck-ups. I put myself on front street so you notice it more. If I didn't say anything, you notice it less. But I ain't got nothing to hide. So we're about to land this flight. I want to thank you all for flying with Jeff is Moody Airlines. We do our best to try to keep you pleasantly distracted, man, or even focus, however you look at it, for three hours out of a day. You know, we do a brand new show every Monday. When I have to do a replay, it means I'm extremely busy. Usually we do new shows. 99.9% of the time we are new. 
If you missed that show on Monday, family, please remember, you can catch it Tuesday through Friday on BeatBreakRadioFM.com in real time from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also go on Spotify and and put in uh, Reach One Network or BeatBreak87FM, and you can listen to all the archives. And don't forget that podcast, FM app. With that being said, family, thank you all guys for flying with us. We're about to land this. Let's talk about quickly the polar opposite of trifling. Because fam, we know it's true. The world is full of trifling people, but let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. I got to tell y'all, I've never done this before, but the polar opposite of trifling today is me. I'm going to tell you why. Bear with me, family. You know, there's a thing with me with even family and friends. It's called Jeff syndrome. A lot of times people forget the good that I do. And they always are looking for something for me to be wrong about or something for them to be combating about or something for them to make me a bad person about. And that's it comes with being me. Let me tell you. People don't put that much focus on always wanting to combat you if you're not always hitting a nerve. And I'm cool with that. It happens with family. It happens with friends. It happens with strangers. It happens with associates. And I'm fine with that. So one thing I know is that what I always do is I don't care if you get mad at me about anything. As long as I know what I'm telling you is right. If I love you and I care about you, I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. You may not like it. I may not say it in the best way. But I know it serves your purpose later on. I say this to say, I was walking in one of my favorite parks. And the kids were out playing basketball. But there was also a basketball tournament. They start playing tournaments again, I guess, over in that area. And I said hi to one of my youngins and... I didn't know that was his father, but his father was out there. Because I had an experience where one father told me, don't talk to his child. That was a, I have to tell you that story next week, if I remember. But this guy he was like, oh, that's him? And he came over, he was like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, brother, how you doing? And we talking, and he was like, yo, I just got to thank you. I had like the total extremes. I had one father that told me, don't be a, an OG and make sure that his son is doing the right thing. He told me, don't do that. And then I had another father that said this. He was like, man, my boys talk about you all the time. You're always coming by and, you know, harassing them. But, in, uh, you know, when people try to tell them they can't be in the park, when people try to, um, you know, because we are in Georgia. And a lot of times people, they try to find a problem with the kids that are just out there playing ball. And if I happen to be walking by, I stick up for them. But. I come in the park and I talk to the kids and I shoot around with them and make sure if I smell weed, I'm like, y'all got to put that out. If they cursing too much when I walk by, I'm like, yo, it's not the place and time for that. Place and time for everything. Mind your manners, youngins. Y'all got adults and children and everybody. I try to be what my community was to me. And it was so awesome for a father to walk up and go, thank you, man. My son, they talk about you all the time and they say you be up in here just you know, just telling them how trash they are. And I'm the same way. He's from Detroit. So big up to Gregory Moore. Big up to you, Greg. Uh, we talked for a minute. I don't like people interrupting my walk, but this one was worth it. 
uh, big up to you. I think he'll check the show out. I gave him the information. And he was like, we just need so many people like us. And so thank you, brother, because I know they out here against the influences. And just to know, you know, there's an original one walking around and they know when you come around to straighten up, that means the world. And so I say that not to toot my own horn, but I don't have any problem being this week's polar opposite of trifling. Because until the day I die, I'm going to care about everyone around me. And I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you love me, hate me or anything. I'm not here to kiss anybody's ass. I'm just here to be myself. That'll work if it works and it'll fail if it fails. But you will not forget me. You better remember that. And so the world, everything I stand for, is when a father comes up and says thank you and doesn't even know me. As opposed to the father I tell y'all about next week that told me, you told my son the right thing, but that ain't your job to do it. (laughs) But at that point, y'all, it was. I'll explain it next week. Family, I hope you all enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The ATL traffic makes a full hour of it, may I say. With DJ Naturell is up next. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, and of course, that free podcast FM app. And yo, Sean Garvey, bruh, we got another one. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Jeff is Moody out. Family, let's all pray for humanity. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87.